This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Three, two, one, and welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Today I'm speaking with Mr. Brian Wallace. Hello. That's me. That's that's him. Yeah. (laughs) Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, a fine evening here in Norway. Okay, is that me or you or both of us? You know what, I guess may- maybe I was speaking for myself. I shouldn't be so bold as to speak <laughs> Actually, for both I of am. us. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I am. It's yeah, not okay. a bad day, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful fall day here. Yeah. I guess yeah. everyone, yeah, did you say that I'm in Haugesund, I'm on the West Coast? Yeah, you're out in the West Coast in Haugesund. Yeah. I'm over on the uh, eastern side in uh, mm-hmm. Drammen. And, and I tell you, I, I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy this already. And we had a long conversation the other day on the telephone, and mm-hmm. I really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. As my listeners know, I'm an American here in Norway, and you are also an American yeah. here in Norway. And just to touch base with you after yeah. being aware of you and actually conversing a little bit through chat on social media, and then to finally yeah. get to have a meaningful conversation with you. I, yeah. I've been looking forward to this and looking forward to yeah, yesterday's because everything else has not been meaningful at all. <laughs> 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 I think it's just chat, chatting on comments on, on Facebook. <laughs> but, but you know what? For, for me, that has its meaning. It has its place in my it's, everyday life. I, I enjoy, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of negative on social media, as we both know. Mm, yeah. But you are a bright point on social media. Well, you, well, that's you, you put... I see the same with you. That's oh, why, thank I mean, you. It's thank like you. Because it's, you know, there is this special thing. There's a Facebook friendship. Yeah. You're like, yeah. because of those comments, you're like, well, if it, if this is the level or like the friendship's going to be, because, you know, you meet people all over the world. But it's like, this is really great. This is somebody that's really got a connection with, you know, you have uh, you have a, that, that sense of humor. You have that analytical way of approaching different subjects. Uh, you put out this beautiful artwork. So it's just uh, um yeah, you know, you're 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 a bright spot well, in my social media uh, on yeah, a daily basis. You have plenty of time. You can keep going without. <laughs> Are you feeling good now? Are you feeling good? <laughs> yeah. uh, I am, and I'm right now. I'm going to get my uh, my uh, um, charger because I'm just seeing the low battery thing on here. So oh. yeah, a technical whiz I am. I'm being prepared for things. <laughs> so, but okay, now the panic is over and uh, we can continue. Yeah, there we go. Charger in hand. Yeah. No, you yeah. know, people people have kind of gotten. Uh, it, it's actually a point of humor on my podcast you never know what's going to happen i've had my kids come running into the studio to ask me if they can go out and play my wife will come in to grab you know so hey we we, we take it as it comes yeah 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 that's the whole idea of podcast you know this uh just you you're the technician i guess well but you know what uh i i listen to a lot of podcasts and i guess there's some value in having that high um you know like joe rogan has his young jamie who does all of the work for him you have other people who have scripted podcasts and there's something to be said for that but i like the laid back organic real i want people to feel a part of the conversation that i'm having with my guests and that means you know uh uh, if I have the window open, I have a big uh, uh, veranda, a porch over here on the side yeah. of the studio. If I have the door open yeah. there, and they hear, uh, you know, cars driving by outside, hey, that's just part yeah, of yeah. the, that's just part of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a great, uh, I think it was on the old Air America, showing you how what a liberal progressive I am. But they, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the uh, the, the talk show, uh, or yeah, the 
top programming. And they'd be high production studios somewhere in New York City. But then you hear sirens going by because they have the window open for yeah. fresh air, you know. Yeah. And I just liked that. It just gave that that sort of like not less than polished sound. You know? Yeah, you know, and it makes you feel like you're actually part of a conversation. You're kind of spying on them, yeah. listening to this private, so-called private yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, uh, like I said, man, I've been uh, I've been looking forward to having this episode with you. I want to mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about your art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how how do you how would you describe your art? Now, people have I've talked about you with other people, and I've described your art. But how how do yeah. you describe your art? Uh, well, uh, it's it, it well, it's fairly traditional, you know. I mean, I come here, uh, you know, as a, I'm a landscape painter, and if you're gonna like thinking of any sort of genres or you know that people would identify with, it's very um, you know traditional and, and uh, impressionistic in its sense, you know. From the you know, um, uh, I do a lot of local scenes um, on the West Coast here. Okay, now and, that that clears something up for me because I've always yeah. wondered where do you get your scenes from. So yeah, mo- yeah, you know, it's well, it's you know, it's kind of like they said, you know, why, why did you know Rembrandt? To just to put myself in the same breath. There you go. But there you the go. The reason he did, the, you know, his his uh, so many self portraits was because of. There was, he was there all the time, you know, and, you know, and, uh, this is the landscape that's outside my door and that's what I see in my market as well, you know, and, uh, and I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, that, I mean, that's what I paint is, is the landscape around me. And, you know, that's, there's a market for that here. People, you know, to, to, uh, you know, I send a lot of people to send gifts to people that have moved away, you know, children, grown Children that moved away for gifts and memories of memories the Memories of the Yeah, okay. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. But I'm, I'm starting, you know, I, I do a lot of other things as well, you know. But um, I've just done, the, you know, for years I've just done a series. It's just based on Times Square in New York. Because, I mean, that's just yes. the world itself. And yeah. that was impressive because you, you have... Uh, the, 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 your landscape painting it has this it's almost like a fog it's almost like mm. it's a little diffuse but when yeah, you did yeah. your Times square thing it looked it, to me yeah. it was a mixture yeah. of the diffuse you know but yeah. also it you had some the, but you also had some incredible detail in this in in yeah. the same painting how did, yeah, how in the world did you pull that off man because- yeah, I think that might be. They're also they're larger scale, so they're in a way the brushstrokes okay. are just as rough and diffuse. But you get so many straight lines with architecture. Right, maybe you know? that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but then, I, yeah, I, I might also do a bit uh, tighter uh, uh, details on those. But uh, you know, I hope people can go. That's the beauty of, uh, you know, in the old days we all used to make uh, business cards and. Uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, before social media, if you had a website, you had a, you still had a business card with a website on it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now all I have to give people and you have my phone and I'll even just go, you know, I'll send you it, you know, and then just, or just show them, you know, and just, just say, and then you can just Google it and find me on Facebook yeah. or, or, or uh, I'm on Instagram. You let, know? Me, let me ask and, you uh, this. Why, why yeah. Times Square? Um, well, he was just looking for, um, I hope I don't bore people with what I'm doing, but you know, I mean, I'm a very realist painter, but I'm fascinated by, uh, abstract 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just let, you know, people are like, oh, I like what you do. I don't understand. So I'm like, I love abstract, you know, because <laughs> it's something that I, I just, you know, I've seen some stuff just makes my mouth water, you know, these yeah. painting techniques. And I don't understand it as an artist enough to like do so much with it. I've messed around with it. And then I've pushed some of my landscape or even still lives or things and sort of pushed them towards um, abstraction. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then I started. Well, I would do these crowds of people, and 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 you know, in doing them from a high angle, it becomes less. You know, you can sort of melt things into each other. It's, Good it's, point. It's yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I would. So I was just finding pictures of, of that I had taken in Times Square because you have just lots of people and you have colors and shapes and everything's at so many angles and even though so much of the advertising has letters and stuff and faces and you know yeah all yeah. this stuff you could still it becomes this sort of uh, very flattened space because it's just something going on every square inch of the of the canvas so for me it was this way of sort of getting to understand abstraction and thinking i could take the yeah it's it's i don't know if you know people that aren't you know who've painting or drawing themselves might understand, but that it was this <laughs> a way, like you said, it, it felt more realistic, but it was my way of sort of getting the sense for abstraction. You know? So you were, um, you, so you were consciously stepping a little bit outside your style, a little bit outside your comfort zone in the yeah, hopes that yeah. you would become more familiar with a new aspect of art. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's very hard to describe, um, uh, how, and it's almost a dichotomy in a way when people listen, hear that, you know, but um, it was this, this way. I thought, well, I'll just, just have, it'll just be just shapes all the way. You know, you try to transcend this, the image. Yes. So it makes it about the, the, you know, it makes it about the, the, just the colors and shapes and, and, you know, which is abstraction is it has to work uh, visually. It has to work. Uh, and, and, you know, we, in, in, when you're in art school, um, you know, we talk about a picture, no matter how realistic it is, we talk about the abstract qualities of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it, I guess it would be, uh, you know, you being a musician uh, and myself playing a bit, I, I, I see this certain correlations between art, the visual art and, and music is, is, you know, you have pop music and then you, yeah. you have, you know, things that are, are much more sort of in your face. And you have classical, which is this whole other, you know, has these traditional things. And, and then then you have modern, uh, you know, jazz and, and uh, you know, these performers that are pushing the boundaries of of what, you know, of what classical music is, you know, right, inventing right. new scales. Yeah. And then, you know, or like Picasso was doing, you know, he, he saw African masks and artwork and he introduced, that got him, off onto, you know, uh, um, uh, <laughs> cubism and, and all this stuff. But I, I think but, I, I think there's more innovation in art, you know, p painting than there has mm -hmm. been in music. You know, you have you have so many iconic painters, but you mm -hmm. only have a handful of iconic musicians. You know, you have people like Miles Davis. We have, uh, uh, may yeah. he rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen, you know, who yeah. Did, yeah, uh, yeah, Jimi yeah. Hendrix, you know, you, but there's only mm -hmm. a few of those. It seems yeah. like people who express themselves through art, it's more, they're, they're more capable of reaching a new pinnacle. Well, would you agree, do, would you you know, agree with that? 
yes, probably. But but how how you know as far as recorded music, how how old is that? That's not very old. As a, that's true. That's true. A few hundred years of, of recorded, you know. Oh gosh, give it time, John. I guess I'm I guess I'm impatient. <laughs> right. Where are the innovators? No, that just, just that just came to me now as you're saying that. That's, that's a very good point, though. Why? That's you probably know, why. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, the, the, you know, it, it's funny because my my son, having studied music and uh, you know just finished the you know the the I guess would be the high school level we'd say in the United States, you know, and now he's at university. But so he's become quite a sort of a you know he's at that sort of pretentious age where you where you kind of <laughs> learned a lot of stuff about music theory, you know, he's yeah. into rhythms and stuff. But he's listening to these performers, you know, and usually it's it's jazz that's sort of doing it. But you get these guys that are you know, they're pushing the boundaries of, of yes. like well-known time signatures. And, you know, I mean, and then you had, I mean, the classic thing, if you're, you know, old rockers like us, uh-huh. you know, Led Zeppelin, yeah. those guys started getting into, you know, uh, these North African rhythms and, That's and right. working with, That's right. yeah. you know, you know, Page and Plant doing that stuff. And, and Page is all, or Plant is, is doing a lot of, you know, just this sort of, and then that world music. I remember yeah. back in the, 80, late 80s maybe uh, was uh, what was that? The, the drummer for the Grateful Dead I remember he was really into this yes. world music thing Mickey something yeah, Mickey and, um, yeah. yeah him <laughs> yeah yeah that guy <laughs> that guy <laughs> um, but, but, but remember I mean because I'd be listening to PBS and stuff and there'd be this whole thing in world music where yeah. it's sort of getting beyond you know um, all this sort of what pop music is and the, the, the established genres, you know, let me, and, let me ask you this. Um, yeah. now you mentioned your son studies music. Now I, I never mm-hmm. studied music ever. Everything yeah. I can do it's because I learned myself, yeah, um, which, which is a lot of, a lot of musicians did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. How, if we go over to the painting world, to the art world, mm-hmm. yeah. um, is a painter missing something if they haven't gone to art school? Well, I think it's the same with music. You know, you don't have to go to a school to study these things, but you'll get you could get so much from it. You know, what what made you, you decide? I mean? What made you decide to go to art school? Um, well, I was. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just I drew all my life. It, it's one of these. I, it's similar to me. My son uh, learned to play guitar. I taught him when he was nine, and he's better than me when he was ten. You know? <laughs> and my father, my father's a competent uh, draftsman. He he okay. uh, yeah. uh, he actually is a shoe designer. Oh, really? By trade. So yeah, so he can do basic. He knows three dimensional drawing and stuff. So he got yeah. this fast. So he would draw for me, and I'd watch him draw. So. So it was just, I was in a young age, and then I, I remember being quite young, and it, well, you know, in my, before my teens, and I was like looking at my father, and I was just realizing, like, I don't know, I think I, I'm actually better than him. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and then, and, um, you know, and then I think that sort of is encouraged me because I was sort of living through, you know, I my see. father going, wow, I, that's how I wanted to be. You know, he was like encouraging what I was doing. And I, I compare it to like, you know, if my son, like if I had been a, you know, a fairly good football player or soccer player, as we say in the States, but uh, you know, yeah. uh, or any sport, you yeah. know, and then, uh, you know, you just like, you never quite made it, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're at an injury, you know, and so you get your son that shows some promise or a daughter or whatever. And then they get, into, you know, I, I did that with, with, with the guitar and uh, yeah. the music in general, you know, um, so yeah. what now you're also you, you appear to be uh, you, you impress me rather with the mm-hmm. business side of art. 
you yeah, are actually you're living off of your art and that's a rare thing yeah especially yeah, in I, norway that's a yeah, rare thing well i don't know i don't know I, I i don't know if i could have done it in the states i came here i think we talked about that last night but the tell, timing, them, tell them your story about the timing yeah. and your story and what your personality and your background has done yeah. for your art career talk about that a little bit yeah yeah because that I was a great we actually should have we actually should have recorded this episode when we were on the phone yesterday because that was a great <laughs> conversation i know i'm trying to remember all uh, <laughs> yeah you know whatever <laughs> no yeah so actually the reason uh, we all have stories and it's funny we've, we've got these stories down pat when you've lived in a place for yes. as long as we yeah. have oh you're american so how did you, what brought you here and then you go okay sit down this is the story. <laughs> but so my my now my ex-wife is from the town of Hogeson and she studied in boston so i i met her at art school there she's also uh, yeah. she's a graphic designer but I, I was a painter so uh yeah so you know in, in, uh, it also, I tell people, like, they say, what's it like, you know, what do you think of, like, living here in Norway? And I'm like, you know, I can't compare it because I was a single art student, never owned anything other than, you know, the secondhand pickup truck that I had <laughs> from my wife, you know, yeah. that my father probably co-signed the loan on me, you know. And, and um, you know, and then suddenly, I, uh, you know, I, well, this uh, a couple of years when I spent in New York, um, but then she moved back to Norway. And so I was just, had just the chance to be learning myself as a painter. Yeah. And then I came over here and at that time, this is, this is getting, well, uh, 27 years ago yeah. when I came over. And at that time it was a little bit unusual, uh, for an American or, or people yes. from other countries to come here and they did just like, why would you come here? This is, we go to America, you know, we, yeah. Yeah. well, <laughs> you know, you know we it, it's, it's rare. It's rare now today, but back then, yes, it was extremely rare. It was almost unheard yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and here on the West coast, the only people that were here that were, you know, maybe a lot of English and Scottish and, uh, but they were here with work yes. through uh, the oil industry. Right. Um, so, uh, so there wasn't that many that would just move over here because they, you know, uh, you know, usually be someone here from that would study and then like meet, yeah. a, meet an American person and then decide to move to the States. It didn't go the other way around. Right. So when right. we talk about, you know, as I'm trying to establish myself and, uh, that's what we said, like, you know, you, you just, not just an artist, you are your product. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really have to sell it. And this is before social media. And so, um, you know, um, I was lucky. I, I got an exhibition, but you, I feel like, you know, whenever you talk to somebody about something, they just see your name and, well, what's the story here, you know? Yeah. You know, and they're thinking, well, he's, you know, studied in America. I mean, you could study it in some little, you know, <laughs> any little backwater place, and, and they'll just like, oh, he studied in America, yeah, you know, which, yeah. which people with, of some prestige did. They went abroad and studied yeah you know yeah, so yeah. so i and then you know i i when i had an exhibition and suddenly i was an interesting uh newspaper article to cover you know because they wouldn't always cover the story you know for at the local we call it billy gallery that sort of local um you know it's the town gallery. One gallery. art center yeah. yeah yeah but it's not a private gallery it's this sort of um you know subsidized run by the whatever, run right? by the and city or the county yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so sometimes, you know, they're like, they'll write about the football thing or whatever, yeah. some some sponsor deal or whatever. But but they wouldn't always write about this, some exhibition at the gallery. And then um, 
well, suddenly they do a newspaper article because, like I said, it writes itself, you know. Uh, what's the story? You know, he's uh, here, he's married, uh, you know, Astrid Nielsen from Haugesen and yeah. studied in Boston and, and things like that. And then, you know, then you'd get, even and there's a local TV station here, I'd yeah. be on something there. And then after a while, you sort of like become known as, as the token American, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then and I remember, you know, as, as uh, Halloween started, because it's a recent thing here. Yes, where it was, yeah. And it was, I don't there was a couple years, like or one year in particular, it just exploded. Like, yeah. I think it's a, sort of a chamber of commerce or something where they said, hey, let's do this Halloween thing. I think we can, you know, <laughs> yeah. because it was a concerted effort. It, yes. just, it just exploded over a couple of years, yeah. you know. And so the newspaper, they'd go, well, we need some fluff. <laughs> you know, so they do a <laughs> little article on my take, memories of, uh, you know, Halloween yeah. in America yeah. and uh, – yeah, so um, you know, and I and I got pretty savvy. That was another thing is uh, you you'd you know you you'd get a guy that probably would rather do an article if you were some you know a football player that just got bought in by the local team, you know, and then he's got a call, you know, and he's like, so what's your inspiration? I don't know, like, you know, they use those those keywords, you know, yeah. inspiration. They know yeah. artists are inspired, you know. So. <laughs> You know, I'd suffer through these things trying to do it in Norwegian, and then, um, and then I realized, you know, you can control the situation. You, you like, you've got to tell what your story you want to get past. You know, yeah. you need to tell them something interesting. You have to make yourself an yes. interesting person, even if it isn't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it's like you almost okay. You create this, and then you have to live up to it. You know, yeah, and you can't be afraid to play off of your strengths. A lot of people are too humble. I mean, you should always yeah. be humble, but but <clears throat> a lot of people are afraid. I'll say it this way: they're afraid of of coming off as arrogant. Yeah, and you, you know, that's another thing is, you know, you know, this is being American, there's certain things, yes. you know, there's that Janta law, but I don't yeah. know if you guys have that here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if a Norwegian sort of talked this sort of positive way we do, they think they're arrogant, but they're, well, it's kind of quaint and American. That's just how Americans are. So yeah. you get a lot of leeway. In a yes, way, absolutely. Know? And so you realize you can capitalize on absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, I'm, you know, I'm it's certainly, well. you know, it's like. Yeah, in America, I think we know, I think we just usually come, you know, you lived in Chicago, you said, and, you know, you're in these big places and you feel like you're always struggling against sort of anonymity, especially if yeah. you're trying to be, you know, some yeah. you know, notable person or to be noticed, you know, as an artist or performer or whatever. So you just got to, yeah, so I learned, I learned like, you know, and as soon as I would go on, you know, I would turn it and just get onto my my rant yeah they would just relax and just they would just scribble down what you're writing they're just like this is great you know that's what i, I yeah that's what i experienced with my um my little uh experience in the news media here a few months back with both mm -hmm. uh nrk and tv2 mm -hmm. uh did you see that interview i did on tv2 on on the 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 breakfast tv yeah, yeah, yeah. That that experience was not as intimidating as I thought it would be because I found that when I just I didn't wait for them, you know, the producers and even the lady yeah. uh the lady uh who who yeah. uh, interviewed me. I didn't wait yeah. for them to come with the questions. I came with my own meaning and my own thoughts. Right. And I could see right. that was visibly relaxing to them. 
It's yeah. almost like they're, yeah, they're, they don't always know that the yeah the subject that they they need to talk about. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, they have to they have to be ready to interview everybody. So I think we Americans, you know, we Americans, especially we Americans who do anything artistic, we are at an advantage in the sense that we're not afraid to control the narrative. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and you know, also as you know, if like you say, you, you know, uh, people that that don't, uh, you know, aren't their own sort of, you know, <laughs> performer or, yeah, or yeah. you know, aren't your own sort of businessman. You you don't need to do that. You're just like, oh, God, I hate interviews, you know. And, uh, you know, I'd get nervous as hell, but I wouldn't say no to one. I just like, you know, because you can do a You can do a horrible interview. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's not going to it's not going to ruin your career. It's not. No. It's only going to. Yeah, people aren't going to remember, you know, they're no. not going to remember all these, these, um, you know, uh, funny things you said, and, you know, and it's like, you know, speaking this horrible Norwegian, you know, it's but like, your Norwegian is good though. Your Norwegian is very good. Oh, oh yeah. Have you heard my Norwegian? Yeah, I saw <laughs> you, you posted some, I want to say this, it was either before or after you did uh, you had a showing at a gallery That's right. a few right. months ago. That was right. It was during the, yeah, it was during the Silvias. Uh, That's the it. Silvias yeah. festival. And, uh, yeah. yeah, my gallery is right in the center. Right? It's over in the middle middle of Silvias, and yeah. And so, she was like, "Can you do it, Norwegian?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." So I did do it, in Norwegian. <laughs> oh, I think so, you did a good job, man. You did a good yeah. job. So l- let me ask you this: when you when you get the hankering yeah. to do a showing yeah. at a gallery, how do you make it happen? What do you do? Take me through that process. Oh, I just, I just produce as much as I can. So, so I just give my. Now, what's your? I'm just what, giving her the message because she's like, "Where are you?" So I'm like, I oh just yeah. have to give her the thumbs up. I'm on the phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah, so um, what is your, what's your rate of production? How often do you come with a new painting? Um. Well, yeah. That's it's um it's just as many as you can uh okay. you know because uh, as soon as you you agree to to uh, um you know if you have a year to do an exhibition you have about 11 months to think about it and then then one month of severe panic like why so I so, so does the gallery before? come to you and ask you to do an <clears throat> exhibition or do you go to them and say you'd like to do an exhibition um usually you know um I've been contacted by galleries that, that I've, you know, maybe shown at it. it uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little of both, you know, okay. I can never remember the thing, you know, yeah. it's like, um, um, yeah, once I was known, I, I, um, I've been asked most of the time, I think that, yeah. yeah. That's got to be a comfortable uh, position to be in. Yeah, yeah, it is. And in, in the, in the thing is now that when you're, when you're established, like I am, at least in, in, in this area, which which uh, we'll talk about, it's not a big town, but it has a it has this a broad sort of economic base. And, yes, and it does. Yeah. Good, good ba- you know, good money. Um, you know, um, it, it. I I really don't need to do exhibitions. They're they're sort of oh. a chore. They're sort of a, a sort of a you know um, because now- I. I yeah, I sell directly. You know, I've established myself sort of as, a, as my own businessman. I see. Okay. So you yeah. have enough um, work, so to speak, enough right, uh, yeah. requisitions yeah, to where the, doing the doing a show is yeah. actually, yeah, that's something you can say no to and, and you'll still be fine. Yeah, or or well, you you know, you, you always say yes to it because it's, it's, it's like advertising. It is an opportunity it, it to be really seen, is. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's like I don't search them out because, it's you know, you kind of you're trying to, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have work, you've always got to choose between, you know, you've got these paintings that you're trying to put together a show, you know, that's yeah. a, a nice uh, selection of work. And then in the meantime, you need to live off of these these pictures. And then you're like, you don't want to, you know, and people come in and if they're looking at pictures and you're like, well, that one's for the show, you know, <laughs> but I'll always prioritize, you know, like I'll sell the person now. And cause you know, you go to an exhibition and then you're paying, a, um, uh, you know, the commission. Right. Uh, yeah. Scale. And so, yeah, but, um, yeah, the, you know, but there's a lot of group shows. These oh. in the, the lion's club puts on these things and sort of, and then there's a local sort of, uh, uh, actually, one of the uh, football organizations that that orga- organizes the thing, and it's actually a lot of the money goes to a different charity, I think. Okay. Um, and and those are like those can have as many as forty artists, and you, wow. and you put in three or four or five pictures and, and things like that. You know, okay. so there's always plenty of that to go on. But just another thing, which which I didn't know about till I got here, and it's something that has been growing over the years. Um, it was really peaking in the early 2000s. Was uh, they call these, well, you know, Kunstverening, Bedriftskunstverening, uh, which is an art club yep. for the employees. It's sort of like a perk to, to yeah. make the workspace. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you put in money every month. And some of the bigger companies, uh, they would match funds and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, they have, uh, they have a lottery. And somehow they have it organized so that every few years you're guaranteed to win something. Because they have a number of pictures and they have the A class and the B, you know, price classes and stuff like that. So it's sort of, um, you know, it's sort of a social thing for them because they have different meetings during the year. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's been a great thing because all the the big uh, companies um, have these, these art clubs. And, and, you know, there's uh, North Kidro and Gasco and, uh, yeah, um, yeah all the, the big inter- multinational companies uh, that have offices here. The, the um, what is it? It's so hard to, to translate. The Chefot's directorate is here. It's, yeah. uh, it's the um, Norwegian yeah. Maritime uh, uh, ministry. <laughs> ministry. That's what they translate as ministry. Like, yeah. Like the yeah. English, yeah. Um, just, just things like that. And then, then you get in there and you're actually, you know, becoming familiar to the, like the CEO, though, all people in the, in the business. Right. So, so you have people that retire and they have, you know, 50, 60th, uh, birthdays, uh, a pension, uh, retiring. Yeah. Re- I said that retiring things like that, that, so that they, they're always buying gifts. And then I've had these companies, uh, like a, the, the shipbuilding or platform uh, maintenance place here, they'll do a big project and they'll buy a piece of artwork to give to the to the company. Thanks okay. for the for the. So it's just 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 snowballs into stuff. So it, it's you know. Um, it sounds like you're in the right area because there is a yeah. huge, as you said, it's a small town, but it is a very yeah. solid economic base there because of the oil industry. I guess yeah. I never yeah. thought of that aspect of it. You know, with these different companies uh, being yeah. in a situation like that to buy to buy artwork. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Um, 
I just got a phone call. Oh, yeah. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's the unfortunate. So thing who I is the, uh, so you have these big, uh, you know, companies and CEOs and whatnot, but what yeah. does a typical or an average, uh, a, a normal, uh, person look like who wants to buy a piece of Brian Wallace artwork? Um, yeah. Do you get the guy, do you get the guy off the street who comes in and says, Hey, I heard about you and can I see what you have for sale? Yeah, it's usually it's usually um, you know somebody's uh, you know what they say the round birthdays here. Okay. You know yeah. the the um, you know and and, and the, you know maybe a group of siblings or a group of like social friends and, and somebody's gonna I just did a fiftieth uh, birthday thing for somebody and all their friends with uh, good lots of cash they um, they they chip in and they they come up with a price they're going to spend on this gift and and uh, you know and that's what it, it so what kind of so what kind of painting was it then yeah um oh well, that one was a, a New York scene okay yeah yeah a big New York scene and there's some people and uh, they you know and it was cool because they it was something they they had been thinking about themselves uh, getting yeah. yeah um well and that was really cool because. The guy, it was like three days after his friends contacted me, like they want a big one of my big paintings. Um, he sends me a message on Instagram saying, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, we've been thinking about uh, one of your pieces. We'd like to come by the gallery someday." I'm like, "Oh, cool, yeah." So um, it's just, it's it's kind of nice to know. I'm like, well, okay, I'm pretty established. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know he was going to get one for his birthday, but I'm hoping he still wants one now. <laughs> He's already got one for. So, yeah. so, so, are you fairly consistent then with your production, or do you have, uh, you know, as a writer, as a songwriter, there's that thing called writer's block. Yeah. Do you have painter's yeah. block, or are you relatively consistent? Well, I don't know. Maybe you know. I think a songwriter is more. That's a much more speculative thing you know because you're just you're just trying to write the best song you can and a lot of times i'm just making artwork to make artwork but when you have commissions you know art you know songs aren't really written on commission generally you know um unless maybe you're you know you've got a record deal and you need to come up with with something but um, well actually as a yeah. because i write a lot of lyrics for a lot of other uh bands and artists like a, and that's kind of a commission yeah. thing you know they give they give right, me a piece yeah, of yeah. music and they want lyrics for it so it's yeah it's and very I mean, similar me, it's similar yeah i would imagine that's the best um uh cure for writer's block it's you know people ask me you know that we were talking about that you know they're like what's your inspiration and i'm like well, hunger is a, is a good inspiration, <laughs> you know, or or a mortgage, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, you know you just gotta do, and you know you you can't wait and like, well, what am I gonna paint? Because a lot of times I'm like, oh, what would be something? To do? And then you just start throwing paint on the canvas, and then something comes out, and then you gives you an idea. It's like, hey, that image would work great with this kind of stuff I'm doing. And yeah, then yeah. I'm looking at something, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd done this, or I should do that in a larger scale, or you know, something like it, it's, um, but that need, yeah, that need to eat, yeah. that need to, to sustain right, yourself yeah. economically. Does that get yeah. in the way of the creativity? Because and, no, and I, that's I, what I'm saying that is the inspiration and the creativity comes along you know, yeah. because you can't really wait for it. You just, you know, because it makes you like have to, to do, you know, do something and then the commission and then you just like, you just do it. It's, it's, yeah. um, yeah, it, it's that's 
in your creativity is there. Just you have to yeah. bring it out. You know, yeah. um, it's it's you know it's funny because I think people you know I'm sure like you know you you would maybe say that you were inspired if you wrote a song you're really proud of, but that only came out because you sat down and did the work. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know how to write a song because you, you've done it, and you know the ones that really didn't yeah. work and, yeah. and the ones that did. But in, in just that, just knowing that formula isn't going to make a great song, but right. you right. know how to just, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I usually get started. This is my, my process. And that's what I do. I, I don't, you know, it's not like, you know, you know, I, I, I paint all the time. So it's not like I'm yeah. sitting around and, and just like, Oh, I need to paint. You know, right, <laughs> It's right. like, I'm going to have to at some point, and and it's like it's not the worst job to have to do. So you ever paint something and then toss it because you just don't oh, like yeah, it? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, usually I paint over it. Yeah. Um, and, and I have this thing like a, a pictures that's not working so well, um, and I'm like, oh, it's so prompt. And then you keep going with it, and you just don't. But what I'll do is I'll just sort of put a light color something out, sort of. Uh, just blur it out and I'll okay. flip it over and then start a new picture on it. And, and, and I, so it's not a flat canvas. There's a lot of depth to the picture. I see. You know, I see. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. I've always it's, wished, it's, I've always wished I could paint my, my wife, uh, you know, she's never sold a piece. Uh, mm-hmm. and she doesn't do it at all now, but up yeah. through the years, uh, she's, yeah. she's painted things and I think she has a real talent for it. And I'm mm. jealous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always, yeah. I've always wished yeah. that I could draw or paint. And people like yeah, yeah. you and, and our good friend Tiffany. Hello, Miss Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, she's people yeah, like she's you guys. Really oh yeah, you know, and people like you guys are just putting it out there. Where, where does that? I don't know. Do you, do you recognize that you have this incredible talent, or is it just something oh, yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. or? Well, it is. I, you know, I realized I think you asked me why I went to art school was because that's I realized that's what I do best. You know, I okay, wanted to yeah. be a musician. You know, my best friend, uh, you know, was playing and he got me to play in a band because I got to know him because I was drawing all the same rock stars that he, he drew, you know, and then he's like, do you play. I Let me band. just interrupt you here. I saw on your Instagram and I'm going to give everybody your contact information on social oh, media great, yeah. uh, before yeah. we're, before we're through here. But I saw your Jimi Hendrix rendition on mm, your Instagram. Yeah. Good Lord. Lord. Yeah. Great yeah. thumbs up on that, man. That is probably, Thanks, and yeah. I'm not saying this just because I'm looking at you now on the, over this, yeah, uh, yeah. this, this, this video yeah, chat, yeah. that is probably yeah. one of the coolest paintings of Jimi Hendrix I've ever seen. Oh, that's cool. I just have to say the cool thing was it's, it's, I may have seen that photo before, but the fact that it was in black and white was like really cool because yeah. I could Really make the colors there. You go, you know, and not be sort of you brought out. And, and then, you brought yeah, out those was, six, those late sixty psychedelical colors. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Very, there's was, a lot of purple. Just yeah, <laughs> man, it's very cool. Nice work. Nice work. Yeah, on that. yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's a, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, but getting back to it, you know, that's about um, you know me. I'm a competent player. You know, I. I I played yeah. bass with the different, uh, you know, uh, ensembles, you know, uh, people of, you know, similar to me, you know, that they've been playing for many years, but aren't really sort of, the, you know, musicians that do much, you know, other than yeah. just playing. Yeah. 
you know, and it's a lot of fun, you know, and I, I've been fortunate to know a lot of very famous, uh, you know, or, or like well-known uh, studio musicians, people that yeah. are, are touring musicians that have toured with big names and stuff like that. Yeah. The years I lived in New York and that was really cool. Um, so I've always looked at, you know, um, you know, these natural musicians and say, oh, I must, it just must be so <laughs> fun to be able to play, you know, cause I've been playing for so many years and it's like, it can be fun, but I just, it's, I, I, I just can't get beyond that because I realize the passion is kind of there, but it's not quite, it's not enough to, to get over those hurdles of, you know, yeah, to really I understand. Get I, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I, I've accepted that. It's you know, it's, it's 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 great. I have that love, and I have the ability to play. Do you um, have any? Uh, do you have any recordings of uh, anything that you've ever been on? Thank God, no, no. <laughs> I don't. A friend, a friend of uh, mine. He he's a he's a competent singer. He he's uh, he likes to you know play his acoustic and sing. Um, you know, and he's always going to the karaoke and stuff, and yeah. he's, he's he's got a good voice. And he'll just do recordings, and he puts them out on SoundCloud and stuff. SoundCloud, so okay, some, yeah. Yeah, just for, you know, just for his own sake yeah. or yeah. for his dad and his brother, to, you know, that are also musicians to, to listen to. But it's not for any, you know, to a career right. or anything. Right. So I've played with him, so there might be some recordings okay. with him of, I'll we'll have to dig into the arch archives on yeah, uh, yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nothing to, you know, I got to hear that. That's, uh, you know. Well, I tell you, there's something about, you know, it, music in general, but but the writing process for me, there, it's, it's so mm. therapeutic. And I can't, yeah. you know, I don't want to sound corny, but I, I really, I truly cannot describe the rush, the good feeling I get when I've written a song and it's finished. Yeah, uh, it, it's yeah. it, 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 and I'm wondering if that can be compared to what uh, what you experience as a painter. You're not numb mm -hmm. to are you to that feeling of accomplishment when you paint? No, are no. You, you still no, get the same. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah. It, you know when it works, and and then there's this other thing when it doesn't work. You you know you see, feel see, like yeah. See, I guess you know my my. Of course, as I said, I, I write for others, but when I'm working on mm -hmm. my own music, um, I have to make sure I say this in the right way because I don't want it to come off as, as flippant or arrogant, but I don't write bad songs for myself because mm. if I'm in, yeah, if I'm working on a, a, a bass line or a melody and if it's not mm -hmm. working, then I just stop and then yeah, move well. on and move on to something else so that mm. every song that I've ever written it ha you know, you, you know, you, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you probably, you probably get the same thing with your painting. Uh, as you said, if you're in that yeah. process and it's not working, you're going to just, you know, paint over it or flip it over and do something else on the other yeah, side. Yeah. And usually, usually, yeah, usually the reason you keep going with it, there's something about it, some sort of, you know, some things yeah. that are working, but there's a picture, you know, you, you've got to make it all work together. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, just someday you just really, you know, out of it, and you just really didn't do anything. You didn't, the pictures didn't, you know, none of them progressed or anything. Yeah. But, um, but what I, I do, this this is, um, I don't know, you know, what your songwriting process is, but um, I learned as a student, one of my teachers says, well, are you working on, you know, I was struggling with a piece, and he says, well, are you working on any other pictures? I said, no, this is the picture I'm working on. He goes, well, why are you doing that? Like, uh, yes. you don't have to work on one picture. Bingo. And, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I do. 
too, uh, especially as I get closer to, to an exhibition, uh, as it gets closer, I'm, I'm starting a new picture almost every day. Okay. And yeah. my goal is not to finish any picture. It, it almost never is. I tell people, don't ever, you know, just look at it as each picture is going to be a journey. Yeah. And some of them are going to make it and others aren't, yeah. you know. You know, and I have almost make it for an exhibition, but they won't. If it's not done in time, I'll, I'll, I prioritize sort of yeah. like triage. You take the ones that are working and do those, yeah. and the others come. You know, yeah. Well, I have a very similar Never. process. If I'm working with an artist, um, for example, an artist, and they know they're going to have an album, they want me to write the album. I ask yeah. them to give me at least two different pieces of music. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. if that one piece doesn't inspire me in the moment, then maybe the other one mm -hmm. will. Uh, yeah. The best thing, the best thing, and this has happened before where a musician has given me five, six, seven, eight pieces of music and said, here you mm -hmm. go. I need lyrics for this. That's a golden opportunity because there will always be yeah. something in that pile of music that will inspire me to write lyrics. And then the productivity is mm -hmm. almost constant. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and but, to, to, but, to remove any more romance out of the, pro the creative process, it's just throwing yeah. enough crap against the wall. Some of it's going to stick. Yeah, yeah. but it's <laughs> that's, but, but, that's exactly how the creative process. Absolutely, is. but sometimes it's a long process. I wrote a country album for my friend uh, Einstein. Uh, he came with a country album, and uh, one of the songs that he had wanted me to write for. He wanted me to write when he was in another band and this song was supposed to be in a different band. And that was mm -hmm. like 10 years before I got the uh, commission to write his album. And then after yeah. I started writing for the album, it still took me almost another year. So it was like 11, 12 years for me to write lyrics for one mm -hmm. piece of music. And sometimes that's just the way it is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that, I mean, I've had pictures that I've pulled out, you know, uh, not over that long, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. Um, but it's funny because after, I think about 10 years, if I had a piece that was that old, I feel like that's, that belongs to a different artist. Okay. Um, I couldn't, it'd be like finishing someone else's painting because I feel like I'm not that artist anymore. I always it's get this just, fun feeling. I, I like, um, I like to study my own writing. You know, I, I like to go back, mm -hmm. you know, like an album I wrote in 2005, go back and, and yeah. just listen to it. And, oh my gosh, I wrote that. Yeah. But I always feel like it's me. It's just, it's just at an earlier stage in my story. Yeah. I don't yeah, feel distance. Well, I don't feel yeah. distance, distanced yeah. from it. It's still very much me, very much the same style. Um, mm -hmm. of course I think I'm a better writer now, but still that, that story that I wrote all those years yeah. ago is, I, I recognize myself in it. Yeah. 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 And it's, and the funny thing, I don't know. It, it, um, I sometimes will see stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm obviously a better, more experienced painter than I was then, but I look at the painting and I'm like, I couldn't replicate that now. Oh, you know? really? Um, yeah, it's like it's a, it's it's this, this other sort of mannerisms that that I, I see. Yeah, I don't know. It's this weird sensation I have. It's like is it based on mood? That. Is it based on mood at the yeah, moment? You just or? change. It's just you've changed as a, your personality, and 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 I, you know, I I think you know when you don't see your picture 
she's just thinking, well, I've progressed and, you know, um, you know, I, I was proud of the work I was doing then, you know, but I'm assuming it's so much better now. And then, then I'll go back and look. I'm like, wow, the quality is, is these are pretty good, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're better than I, I remember them being, you know, because I think a lot of the stuff that may have been from those periods were the things that were just never finished and just, you know, just were, were you less confident? Out, you know? Were you less confident back then? Have you gained confidence yeah, over the I, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I think it's must be, you know, once going back, you know, to relating to music, you know, yeah. there's probably things that you, you just you just get going with it and yeah, you just yeah. know you can do it. And you just you're a lot less hemming and hawing. You just just set get underway. And, and yeah, um, you, just the way I mix colors are a lot more spontaneous. Less, I see. Uh, and, and usually they're working better um, in, in, a, in a way, you know. The 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 um, yeah color you know I'd be like what is that color and I'd be trying to mix it and trying to mix it and I was get you know you get good at it just by doing it you know I see, uh, yeah. you can you can match but then but then now I don't even think that much about the colors and I realize it's probably not the exact color. And no. usually it isn't. It's just, it's, you're thinking more, it's all relative. It, it appears to be that color because it's, you know, it doesn't matter what the original was. Yeah. It's as long as it works on the canvas, you know? So you, you have much more confidence. You just like, I'll mix this and this and this, and this is what I got going and just add that. And, you know, um, how, how, just, it, how yeah. important is state of mind when you're painting? Can you paint when you're angry? Can you paint when you're sad? No. No, um, I, I was talking to some other people. I don't know how you feel about that, but um, it's it isn't like oh yeah, you know, because I'm going I'm in a bit of a situation now personally, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it's not inspiring me to work. And okay. uh, someone else said that you know I think you know a lot of these sad love songs and you know things of heartache and things like that may have been inspired by the situation, but I, I don't see. know. It might depend. I'm sure there are some artists that just at the lowest point and they sit down and write a song that just, just, you know, get all the pain out. But, but I, um, I have talked to other creatives that, that said that the opposite. No, it's like when I'm feeling good about stuff, that I'm, I'm creating stuff, but I'll, I'll, you know, we'll be, you know, writing about <laughs> this tragic event, yeah. you know, I guess for uh, me, so I, I know, yeah, I use my writing to go back and revisit uh, an unresolved issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't. don't I, but I'm not good at writing if I'm depressed or upset in the moment. Yeah, I think I've only yeah, done as that I can remember. I think I've only done that with one song, where I was actually angry about something, and I was able to sit down and write oh. a pretty cool song about it. This, this aggressive yeah. funk rock type of thing. For the most part, yeah, yeah. when I'm feeling like that, when I'm at that extreme of emotion, uh, usually that mm. down period, I cannot write. But yeah. I will go back and revisit it to kind of write it out of my system mm -hmm. at a later time. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, that's what I think... Um you know, well, that's more, I think, like songwriting or writing, you know, novels or, or any kind of poetry or something. Yeah. That's more about where you're going to reflecting on a situation or something. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't feel that, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I need to be, you know, up and positive and stuff usually when I'm, okay. when I'm, I'm in a good place, usually when I'm painting. Um, but I don't think I'm really like, 
painting a, a, an episode, you know, no, that happened, no. you know, it may be something that I'm thinking about at the time or, you know, might remind me of something, you know, but yeah, um, yeah I think that's more for songwriting. <laughs> but who knows? Because it's so yeah, disconnected with the, with the visual world. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, but okay. uh, I don't know. I, 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 you must get to, I, cause a lot of people think that, you know, they think there's muses and, 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 uh, there's this magical, you know, like the calling or this, you know, this otherworldly inspiration that comes. But to me, it's it's a lot less romantic than that. Well, I get, I just, do get that. Amazing. I it's do a great get thing, that. But it's like, yeah, no, it's hard work. But I, I do get that muse type of thing. I do get that uh, that that almost cosmic inspir that divine inspiration or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do get that. Um, yeah. Someone can say something, or I could observe something, or maybe it's a memory, and all yeah. of a sudden, I'll, you know, the hair will stand up on my arms. I'll get the chill yeah, down yeah. my spine. It's almost like yeah. an adrenaline rush, and then I have to write. All right, now and I'm going to defend it will my, come out. my. I'm going to defend my standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. But but you know, you're also trained. You've been doing it so long. You train that like you've always going to be listening. Yes, yeah. You know, and I'm always looking for those things that I, I'm, you know, going to be inspired. Or, you know, yeah. to get that inspiration. I do listen to that. Yeah, yeah. When 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 that thing, whatever it is, that inspiration comes knocking on the door. I have learned how to recognize. I hear the knock. And I open the yeah. door and that is a training thing. That's something you have to work at to be able yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. And just from years of like doing that, you know, yeah. you realize like, you know, cause, you, cause usually you're sitting, you know, in your creative process, you know, where you've, you've, you've got yourself, you know, in your workspace and you're doing it, you know, uh, the pragmatically like just sitting down and I got to do this and this and this. Yeah. And then you sort of, you know, go back to the real world to take a break from that. <laughs> and you're still sort of re- receptive to all yes. these, these other things, you know, Absolutely. things that people say or some sort of, uh, yeah, you know, I always have uh, my ears open for inspiration. I'm an, mm-hmm. I'm an observer. I'm the quiet guy. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of lean myself back and, and be in the shadows, but I'm observing, um, yeah. there's this yeah. one band that I, uh, I'm the principal writer for the Remy brothers band. I've written two, two mm-hmm. albums for them. Uh, one whole album and half of another album is all, is all my, yeah. my work. And mm-hmm. I would follow these guys around. Uh, one of my best friends my, is the guitar player, Henning Remme. It's his, mm-hmm. him and his brother, Einstein. Uh, who yeah. lead that band. And I would follow them around when they would have these little gigs and, uh, you know, larger and smaller gigs. And mm-hmm. I got so much inspiration because I don't, I don't drink. So I would be at these mm-hmm. pubs uh, and clubs yeah. and, and concert halls and whatnot. And I'd just be, you know, off to the side and yeah. just watching the crowd. Yeah. Which is, a, there's yeah, a experience. story, there's a yeah. story being told there. Yeah. So I'd say I've, I've I've gotten material for just off the top of my head at least seven or eight songs that I have written mm-hmm. that are a direct response to that inspiration I got just from observing. Yeah. At these oh. at these gigs. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I, I get I guess I'm saying I get different I have different sources for my for my yeah. lyrical output and my songwriting mm-hmm. output. Sometimes it's just that crazy divine thing with the with the chills and all that stuff but sometimes it's a um it's a it's a conscious exercise in observation to get inspiration from observing and sometimes it's digging back into my past 
and then writing mm-hmm. and writing about that. So I, it's it's a position of luxury, I think, that I'm able to tap into different sources to get my inspiration. Yeah, yeah but but you've trained to do that, you know. Yes. Because um, if you're just someone you you know you've never done anything like that, you sit down and you're like, what am I going to write about? You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you're like thinking, what's a good story? You know, and you realize all oh, the best stories, you know, yeah. like you know, the great writers and creative people, they just, they saw something or, you know, uh, had some just some background. They've had some life experience. That, that yeah, they, yeah. You know, and so. like, I, like I told you, I wrote a country uh, album for my friend Einstein, and I am not a country musician. I don't particularly no. like country music. But mm-hmm. when he came up with uh, this desire to have a country album and he asked me to, to write for him, boy, yeah. did I love that challenge because it was a challenge because now I have to think, you know, everybody knows country music is a different style of, yeah. of, of lyricism. So I had to put my mm-hmm. thought process into it. It's almost like if someone asked you to paint in a totally foreign uh, style yeah. of painting, a totally yeah. f- foreign genre of, of, yeah. of, of art. It's- yeah, it's a, you have to learn almost like another language in yes, a way. Yes, exactly. Syntax exactly. And, and grammar, you know, in a way. Yeah. But see, that's that's uh, the kind of yeah. art, artistic stuff I like. I like to stretch mm-hmm. out and stick my foot mm-hmm. in the door, in a new door, and see what's on the other side. Yeah. And that keeps it exciting. That keeps it. Yeah. yeah that keeps well, it into this never-ending like learning yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, you know. <clears throat> Just, it's funny when you're having this conversation and the thing comes to mind is, uh, you remember Yogi Berra? Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. Remember his thing? You can observe a lot by just looking. Isn't that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> just had to bring, he's always, but, he always has a great Yogi Berra. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> yeah. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's, what's coming up for you now? What, uh, what do you have uh, as far as, I don't know, any exhibitions or any no, go- goals the, the you'd like to exhibitions? Yeah. Everything got canceled, yeah. uh, you know, the, all these group exhibitions, but then yeah. they're going to do a sort of condensed one. Now they're going to call it a Christmas one, uh, by the, it's actually the local, uh, it's a football uh, team, the organization they, uh, that's doing, but it's also, like I said, it's, it's money towards some charity. Um, I've been with them for quite a few years. Uh, that's the only one that's sort of, they're sort of reviving some, some, some remnant of that okay. big fall exhibition that didn't yeah. happen because of the, the COVID stuff. Right. So, but I, at the moment, I don't have any, uh, separate exhibitions, uh, planned. I just, uh, um, how about an online you, seminar? You did that a while back too, didn't you? Yeah, well, that was the sort of that COVID thing when people, you know, the, the troubadours are just are playing stuff. And I thought, well, you know, people asking me, you know, and I'm, I'd see what it. The troubadours, I, what's uh, hmm? you mean? Uh, you mean musicians no, doing musician that? friends? Do it, yeah. That, that, you know, lost all the troubadour work and they right. were just, they were playing and, just, you know, I felt like, okay. And, you know, they're kind of like, they're asking for money to, yeah, yeah. to, to watch me play, you know, and yeah. I'm thinking, well, you know. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I just, you know, I set up a sort of a free donation thing, you know, um, but I figured, well, this is a good advertising. Uh, did you, you know, get a good uh, response? Well, I did. Yeah. Um, a lot of people watched in, in, you know, uh, because I had to cancel any classes that I was going to have. So this is sort of an introductory sort of thing. So, um, I think when I do start having my classes again, that people are going to sort of, it's a sort of a, a lowering the threshold. Like they're saying, Oh, this is kind of, 
you know, it's less intimidating. Yeah. You sort of get to know me and stuff. Because it might be scary, you know, if it, like I advertise I'm having a class. People, oh, I don't know if I dare do that. I don't, yeah. I don't paint, you know, that yeah. well. And, you know, so, you know, um, so a lot of people did watch. And, and you know, there, there was, wasn't was a lot of money in, but that wasn't, you know, um, I, I did all right with the pandemic, actually. I, I you know. That's good. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I didn't have, I, I think I actually got more work than I usually did because it was the, you know, people that were at home and a lot of people were fixing their houses. And I think I got a lot of holiday money that people, they, they you know, oh, they had course. their trips canceled. Of course. So they have money sitting around. Yeah. yeah. Right, or they were getting these chunks of money give back in their account because their trip yeah, got canceled. Exactly, you know? and exactly. And then they're like, well, what are we going to do? So they start fixing up the house, and then they start buying artwork. So I, so I, I did a, a number of pretty big commissions. Man, that's so fantastic. I was really, you know, yeah, I was fortunate. I, I was not sort of, I wasn't, um, you know, adversely affected financially by this. It, it was tough in other ways, but I thought um, it was pretty cool to see you, uh, when you were doing the, 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 um, the video, the, the video, uh, the video class. And I actually, yeah. I actually, uh, had sat myself down. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to watch and I'm, I was holding my cell phone watching it and you know what? I'm sorry. I fell asleep. I think I, wa- I think I actually, co- I wrote a couple of comments even. I think you responded yeah, 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 on a couple yeah. and then yeah, I ended yeah, up falling asleep. Yeah. Not because it was boring. I was just tired. It was that Bob Ross yeah. effect. I can never yeah, make it yeah, through yeah. a Bob was, Ross. Effect. Yeah. I saw that. I saw the documentary about Bob Ross because, you know, I was an art student and I, and, and, and he was kind of in his heyday. It'd been yes. on for a few years, yeah. you know, and we would just be fascinated watching him because yeah. it's, 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 it's nothing like you were doing as art students. It's just this sort of like, you know, uh, this way to sort of make something that looks like a painting, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's great because a lot of people really just, but then I saw this thing, like they, they reckon that like less than 5% of his viewers actually set up an easel and painted along, you know, exactly. Most I, people just watched to relax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're all like, you know, in the, you know, in art school, it's an intense time and you're just sort of like, yeah. you know, you're really getting all this input and you're really, you know, living out your passion and, and, and just soaking in all this, this input. And then we're just like, man, I love watching Bob Ross. I just, you know, we all just, I tell you, that was such a big part of my childhood. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. man. I, and I still watch it to this day. You know, if, um, yeah. if I want to make sure I, f- I fall asleep and go to good night's rest, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll have Bob Ross on. He's, yep. he's original. I don't know what those things are called. There's those videos, uh, you know, the YouTube things of people folding laundry or doing, you know, Oh, this is a woman. She's like got millions of followers. And I think she just plays with, with slime or something. Yeah. What is that called? It's called, uh, what is it? Is it AMSR or A S M R whatever? Yeah. I was going to say something like BDSM or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, man, you know. Watch and then fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, maybe the terms are not that different, actually. <laughs> no, it's uh, HTML or something. But yeah, no, these people are getting tens of millions of followers and they're making some pretty good bank on yeah, YouTube with that stuff. Yeah, and that's what I think stuff. what Bob Ross did, you know, yeah. and as a yeah. painter, as a painting student, I was watching this out of yeah. this, this morbid fascination in a way. They do but that. Then was others, yeah. They do this thing where I, I was watching this one woman where the camera is like a re, it's close up on her, just her mouth. And yeah. she's, she's wearing like red, uh, bright red lipstick and... Uh, 
there's something sensual slash sexual in that, you know, a close up yeah. of this woman's mouth with yeah. this red lip lipstick, but she doesn't say anything sexual. She's just, oh. she's talking real soft. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. How are you today? <laughs> oh, I'm doing it's just, just, just like mundane phraseology, mundane yeah. conversation. Well, the, other thing, the, the, the one right in the mic and, and you can hear all, all the, the, all the, like the popping sounds. Yeah, all the, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I was talking to my friend because, you know, he's actually, this is another, my, my left-handed uh, guitarist friend. Yeah. He's, a, he's a real musician. This, he's an Australian friend. But he's got this uh, great voice. Uh, yeah. and, and people have hired him to do uh, meditation stuff. Because ah. he's got this, you know, because I think because he's a singer, he's got this really uh, deep voice. And so, um, and they, they had been suggesting, oh, you should do that, you know. And he said, I went in and, and watched those videos and I was just, I was getting stressed. <laughs> and I did the same thing. I checked it out too. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's just, but I, I it's, think it's, uh, I guess I can see the appeal in it, but I mm -hmm. get, it's, I don't get stressed, but it's, it's almost embarrassing when I watch those videos because it's so, yeah. it's just, it's a little weird, but, but, yeah. but having said that, Tiffany mm. told me, she told me on an episode with her, but she's also talked about this off the air. She really, mm thanks she she digs my voice so thank you for that yeah Ms. Tiffany. you got a great voice she's, yeah. well, th thanks you know it's, it's not deep it's not this big booming baritone but i yeah. i guess i have a soft voice and tiffany mm. thinks that that would be good for those kind of videos maybe if i did some mm. kind of you know just recite some sort of mantra some sort of meditation type type of thing and start yeah. pumping out videos that are like 15 minutes each with me just talking yeah. people through a relaxation process. And I tell <laughs> yeah, you, I, I tell you, it's tempting, mm -hmm. but it's weird. The idea of doing something like that is just, and I'm yeah. thinking, oh my gosh, I can't tell anybody that that's me doing it because they're going to make fun of me. They're going to think I'm some kind of weirdo, it, but, yeah, but I can yeah, yeah. see, but I can see it, it, it's very popular. There's a, there's a, there's yeah. a demand for that kind of stuff. I look at these yeah. YouTube channels and they've got tens of millions of followers. Yeah. 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 It's, it's weird. It's, it's funny. There must be personality types. And and I think it's similar to I remember, um, it was particularly talking about this is way before I had kids, but I remember uh, hearing about this Barney character, this yes. uh, you know the dinosaur, this yeah. this dinosaur. I'd see it popping up, and and all the people you know a little older than me that had kids, they're going, oh God, Barney, I'm so tired. Oh God, <laughs> I love you. you know, oh gosh. <laughs> And, and, and I think I saw a, a, a child psychologist or some, some expert talking about it. He says, yeah, of course, children's television drives adults crazy. But the very same reasons that kids love it is the same reasons that drive adults crazy. Yes. Yeah. Which is a weird thing. And that might be personality types with something that causes great relaxation in other people just drives other people yeah, Crazy. yeah. For, you know, you, when you when you listen to those videos and the microphone, they're practically swallowing it, and you hear all the popping yeah. and the saliva yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But some people think that's obviously Millions they think that's relaxing. People. Yeah, Millions obviously. But I think it's just. <laughs> I think it, it doesn't particularly bother me to hear that. But when mm. I listen to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a weirdo. Why am I listening to this? It's 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 oh, just yeah. it's unnatural to me to want to well, sit and listen you, to that. 
Right. Whereas for someone else, obviously the, the, the their natural was like, oh, this is this is nice. This makes me relax. Well, you know? I tell you, all, all of a sudden there's going to pop up a yeah. new a new uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. This this uh, this guy with this soft voice doing meditation. <laughs> That's uh, right. I know that guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll never admit it. I will never admit it. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how weird it is. Like, the picture, the the the, uh, the uh, avatar picture will be of Denzel Washington or somebody like that. Yes. <laughs> I will not admit that it's me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, well, that's good. Hey man, did you see? Did you see I, the debate yeah. the other day? Oh, I, you know, I can't do it in my mental state. I can't. I can't. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, I, that's, that's almost like the same thing. You know, I, I can commend, you know, some of these, uh, you know, political, uh, broadcasts, uh, radio programs that I'm, I'm listening to or I'm watching on, 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 you know, uh, social media yeah. and, and these guys have to sit and listen to, you know, all these, these pundits and, and, you know, on, on the other side and, and, and to, you know, follow all of, uh, what? you know, the press conferences and yeah. his, what gets me? Yeah. What gets me? What What makes me wonder how they can do it is mm -hmm. the people on the let's let's take the people on the right first of all. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether someone supports Trump or not. Mm. However, <laughs> yeah, I don't think if you support Trump, I don't think you're being genuine if you cannot admit that the guy is a nut job. He says some of the yeah. most crazy inflammatory stuff and you can't, yeah. you can't, that's undeniable. So right. my question yeah. would be, if you're on the right, how can you sit in that conflict? Because, you know, Hillary yeah. called them a, a bunch of deplorables and I don't, yeah. I believe some of them are obviously yeah. Yeah, tur yeah, yeah. turned on by his nods mm -hmm. to racist organizations and things like that. But I don't mm -hmm. think a majority of them are like that. I think a majority of them mm -hmm. are good people like you and I. So then yeah. my question would be, how can they sit there and see the, this display of ignorance, this, this disdain for facts and science yeah. and things like that. <laughs> and then I see the people on the left Mm -hmm. And I think, okay, you know, most of them are also good people. Of course, you also have your crazies. Mm -hmm. But then I, I, I wonder how, and, I, and I'll say this, I, I think Joe Biden is a good man. Mm -hmm. I think Joe yeah. Biden is going to win, and I hope he wins. I hope, yeah. I hope. But, but if you're yeah. on the left, how can you sit comfortably knowing that the person who is the best candidate is mm -hmm. not the candidate. Like I said, right. I think Joe Biden's a good man. I think his experience as vice president is valuable, but yes. I don't think he's the best yeah. candidate. So I, I see both yeah. sides sitting in a very uncomfortable situation. And to yeah, see that but, makes me uncomfortable. It's like, ugh, you know. Yeah, he's, he's you know, he's, he's said some things that like were unfortunate slips of the tongue or sure, whatever, but sure. that's nothing. I mean, it's like, I'm trying to think who we have that is so embarrassing. Yeah. So like, uh, like, wow. You know, that we have to hold our nose and, and yeah. like behind this guy. I, yeah. it's like, I, I don't, I, I, you know, unless we're just so blind to it. I'm thinking who is like that? He's just sort of, I think it's a sad you know, situation. Think, it's very sad to right, see. Right. And, and do you feel a, I, I feel a certain anxiety being over mm -hmm. here in Norway and seeing what's going on back home. I have this crazy feeling that I should be 
be doing yeah. something to yeah, get yeah. more involved uh, and to know, do something to help. Yeah, that's well, weird. You know, you're we were talking. I, you know, I have my family, my nuclear family, as I said, my two brothers and my mom. You know, they're they're and they're you know, kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews, you know, they're all, you know, down in southwestern Ohio, which is red as red can be. Yes. You know, it's, you know, I went to the same high school as John Boehner. Oh, did you did really? Same time. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, you poor thing. Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah, at the same time. Point. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, um, you know, so I'm like, I know they're they're all, you know, yeah, they're all Republican all the way, and and, and they're still not put off by this guy, and it's like, yeah, because and, I I don't think there's anything wrong with being a Republican, but I do think there's something wrong and very questionable about being Republican and supporting this man. It's it's yeah. it's it's mind-boggling to me. This yeah, and is they're not- trying to they're trying to show us. It's like, well, we have to do that with Biden. I'm like, no, no, no he's no. It's not comparable. That. It is not comparable. Has, again, yeah, Biden. So many, you know, good again, qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden is not the best candidate, but he is a good man, and he will do yeah. a good job as president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I know they brought up stuff. I mean, maybe he was on the. Uh, you know, uh, you see some things about him on the wrong vote of, of some. You know, sort of racial. Well, well, yeah, but the thing is, is that the debate last night, and and actually for a few days before the debate, he Mm -hmm. admitted that that was a mistake. He said Mm -hmm. it straightforward that that was a mistake, and he should not have uh, he should not have voted uh, the way he did for the uh, for the crime bill. Uh, Yeah, don't tiptoe, Snoop. Just come on in. Yeah, come on, girl. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. Say hi. Yeah. Hello, hello from the West Coast. Nice to meet you. He said hello from the. She she's not uh, earphoned up, so she. He He said hello from the West Coast. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you too. Yeah. Yeah. Hergesen, Hergesen. That's the infamous Snoopy. Can you please yes. tell people that she exists? I know there yes. are people, seriously, I because I, te- I tease and I write so much crazy yeah. stuff about her. Some people have actually hinted to yes. me that they don't believe. They think I'm oh, just yeah, making yeah. up well, this. Well, I know it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's not, uh, I, I think a lot of the, I, I don't put on pictures of uh of family and you know just no, I don't either. Yeah. The ones around because it's a privacy thing. Sure, you know? yeah, um, you know, and that's something we've always been careful about with our kids. You know, if we put mm-hmm. anything, it's the, we don't show their faces. It's like the yeah, you know, yeah, from the back. Uh, yeah. And then Snoopy's avatar on social media is is mm-hmm. a literal avatar. It's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah <laughs> cartoon drawing. Yeah, so yeah. she's 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 extremely private about those things. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that uh, she lets me bring her on. You know, she, I think I've done like five or six episodes with her mm, on the podcast. Yeah. I'm really surprised she lets me do that because she's extremely yeah. private yeah. and careful with social media. Yeah, yeah. Probably smarter than us. She is <laughs> much smarter than us. <laughs> she is much smarter than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm a better cook. She tries to do some oh, of the okay. strangest things in the kitchen, I'm telling you. I, I did not marry her because she can cook. That is not why I married her. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you've talked about this. She, she knows you've had these conversations. Oh, you've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I assume everything that you say that's at, maybe at her tossed is, is probably up yeah. But you know what? It, when, I, when I tease her about these things, there's mm-hmm. an element of truth. 
Snoop, admit yeah. it. Who is a better cook, you or me? She says, "Depends on what we're making." That's true. Oh, because okay. I don't make, yeah. I don't boil sheep's heads. Okay, that. Oh, for yeah, example. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, for example, that's only, <laughs> that only makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, I, I, I admit, in, in my current relationship, <laughs> as it is, um, that she's a better driver than me. Oh, really? Are you a bad yeah, driver? Yeah, um, I've been driving a long time. Yeah, <laughs> longer, longer than her. But um, you know, I just have a lot of you know bad habits. Uh, Boston and New York, and you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm a sort of a city driver, and, and um, like I always forget these things. What do they call them? The, the blinkers. Yes, <laughs> those things. <laughs> yeah. I know they're on there, and the same. There's, a, there's some sort of handle that. But uh, I'm a yeah. I'm a pretty I, good um, driver. I keep it safe. I. Um, I saw yeah. I saw too many ugly car accidents as a cop. Yeah, and yeah, that that stuff yeah, that, that stuff is very clearly stuck in my brain. Uh, yeah. you're never gonna see me exceeding the speed limit. I always use my turn yeah. signals. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm not a fast driver. I mean, you know, and and it's a lot of local driving um, here. You know, because okay, uh, yeah. we live close to the town center. Yeah. So I'm not a madman on the on the highway and stuff. Okay. But I've you know, I've got myself in too many, like in the roundabouts, a little too close to. Oh, you know, are you one of the guys that I would be yelling at in the roundabouts? Yeah, yeah, and I'd be yelling at you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, man. I just, I'm like, you know, I don't like, you know, get out, get your nose out there. You know, they're not going to hit it. They got room. You know, I just know that, in, in, you know, and, and this is, um, and, and I didn't realize this. It's like, you know, we use the horn, you know, that's, yeah. that's just part of like the steering wheel it's you, you that's you new know. york city and boston driving yeah yeah that's it's uh, you know and uh, the other thing we do um i don't do it here but you know you, if you park in a big city parallel parking yeah. you know how you know when you're the, the best indicator that you're getting close to the car behind you what's that is, is when you can see it move slightly <laughs> <laughs> that'll work <laughs> yeah. oh. i had a visitor from cincinnati when we were in boston and we're driving through the, the congested part of town and, and we're driving down the street and she goes oh my god the car is parked it just hit that car i'm like yeah that's how he knows that's how he knows there you forward. go <laughs> that's how we park but i think i think norwegian drivers are very aggressive i think they are <laughs> Oh, they can be, yeah. But you know what? Who aren't is the taxi drivers. That's it's the opposite. They're pretty chill, actually. When you say that, yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're like, Jesus, can get out, the, you know. And they're waiting for the next car, and yeah, being yeah. like, you know, in, in the exact opposite <laughs> of New York and probably Chicago, and you know, it's it's that's <sighs> taxi drivers. It's the antithesis here. You know, it's you've been thing. you've been here a long time, uh, almost mm. thirty years. Um, yeah, you ever want to go back? Yeah. Um, no, um, I think we were talking about that the other day. You know, it's it's uh, it's all about where my kids are now. Yeah. Now I I have a grandchild and, and yeah. uh, congratulations. You know, and yeah, thank you. It's two months next week. Ah, it's uh, beautiful. Yeah, but you know, just just and both my kids seem to be settling down. And my my son's studying in Oss, uh, You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. on the duck. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think he wants to. Um, you know, he's thinking at least at this point. To, is that, isn't that the agricultural? Back. Isn't that the agricultural school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started out. I think it was like a, what we call an Aggie, you yeah, know, uh, yeah. agricultural school. But they've sort of branched out because he's studying um, 
landscape engineering. Ah, okay. Which is, I guess, sort of advanced. Like, just you know, it's it's similar to civil engineering, and they yeah, have yeah. Uh, landscape architects, but they're doing more of the engineering. So I see. Interesting thing, yeah. So. Um, that's yeah. a four-year uh, bachelor, is it not? I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just in his first year okay. now. Um, yeah, but the, but my point is, the, 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 my daughter when she studied in uh, Be, in yep. Telemark, yep. studied IT. Her, her and her boyfriend, and they're both from here. They moved back, and they, you know, they want to settle down. So, yeah. um, maybe if they had moved away, I might feel different. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I know it's talking to you that you you. You want to? You like living here, but you you're homesick. I like I like living here, but but I'm incredibly homesick at the same time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As crazy as things are back home, I don't want to move back. I wouldn't yeah. want to. No, I just I, I I guess forget about Corona and forget about the ugly social uh, and political situation back home. I think just mm-hmm. that whole thing about going back and then starting over. You know what would I do for, for an income, you know, yeah, the whole yeah. house buying, uh, uh, procedure, yeah. it's, it's, it, yeah. it would be too, because moving here almost yeah. broke me. It went very mm. smooth. I got yeah. a job right away yeah. and we lived yeah, with our yeah. in-laws and everything, but just that change, that whole thing of dropping my career back in the States and then coming yeah. here, it almost yeah. broke me. And mm. I I guess I don't know if it's trauma or a form of yeah. PTSD or what it is. Yeah. But I I I I fear doing that again. Yeah. With moving. Yeah, back I home. already I already moved. Yeah, and and after thirty years, uh, America, you know, it's like I don't know. Like I said, I I was a young single student, didn't own anything, no responsibilities. Yeah. And I came here, and all that changed in a short yes. period of time. And then I became a, you know, a, a middle-aged guy with grown children yeah. and now a grandkid and stuff. So I would be just as, you know, the culture shock moving back there. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a lot to handle. Um, yeah. But, you know, but having said that, Snoopy and I, we do have a plan that eventually we are going to buy a home. Uh, back there so that when we retire we mm-hmm. can split our time between our place up in Finnmark here in Norway yeah, and yeah. A, a place back home in Ohio that yeah. we we will do that but then that'll be a different situation because you know we're retired our economy is set we don't have to worry about finding work uh, yeah. yeah it'll be yeah. a different situation then but now you know with two kids who are who are uh, barely our daughter is barely a teenager our son is only 12 so it's it's too much of a shaky situation to move with them at this point it's a it's a that's a traumatic those ages are traumatic for them to move to another you know even though it's your culture it's it's still you know different yeah Um, and unless you needed to for work or some you know drastic situation you know yeah so, although I did tell Snoop that if I were to get a uh, radio job with NPR Radio, okay. and they wanted me to yeah. move to New York, and they're going to pay me, I don't know, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's that, not yeah. much. No, a hundred thousand not enough in New York City. What would they have to pay me to move to New York? <laughs> you know what? Pay me two hundred twenty-five thousand a year, and I'll move my okay. family. I'll move. I'll move to New York City. Two fifty. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're both in the right ballpark. I yeah. go to Boston for a hundred thousand, though. Okay. i'd go back home to ohio for 75 okay (laughs) you could afford it there then i could afford it there yeah yeah small town ohio yeah yeah Yeah. 
Oh, but it was a good place here to raise kids, you know? It is a good place um, to raise funny. kids. I talk in the past tense, you know, because now I've, I've got two adults. So just, but, but, you know, looking at, the, yeah. looking at the life that our two kids have, I don't mm. know that they would thrive in the States because it's more of a, it's more of a jungle there. Mm. It's a little rougher. Yeah. There's yeah. less protections. Uh, yeah. It's a little yeah. more wild. Uh, mm. I think even if we were to go to my rural hometown in Ohio, which was mm-hmm. quite rural and still is. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know that they would adjust. It's, it's, mm-hmm. but maybe that's me just being the protective father. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to say they, they would, if, if, if it was a necessity situation, you'd be worried about it, you know, but, uh, that's a hypothetical. <laughs> I don't know. They're, well, it's not totally hypothetical because they do have that chump gene that they got from Snoop. So I don't know. They might. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's my dig. Uh, Every podcast has to have a dig on Snoop. So, yeah. okay, <laughs> careful. I'm terrible. I'm awful. Yeah. You got it all. It's all being recorded. It's all. Be- I can't back out now. It's all recorded. Yeah, no right. editing. Yeah, no yeah. editing on this podcast. <laughs> no. So, but hey, listen, man. We should yeah. ra- we should wrap this up. Yeah. Snoop is yeah. Uh, Snoop is getting ready to leave. I want to give her a hug before she walks out. And yeah, uh, give her a hug for me. I'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're we're huggers, you know. And and remember, you've seen her now, so you tell people now. That's right. When you see them doubting whether she I exists, will. now That's you've right. seen her. <laughs> she yeah, is real. Like, well, I imagine Tiffany's met her as well. So yes, you know what? Her and Tiffany get along really well. They're a good uh, they're a good mix. Yeah, yeah. One of these yeah. days, I'm going to do an episode with both of them on because they're they play really well off of each other. Yeah. 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 Well, don't be careful the women in your life. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Maybe I should keep them. Some, keep them. Okay. There's no room on this. I only have yeah. two mics. There you go. I only have two microphones. So uh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as they go one each, they don't, you don't need anything. You won't have so. Oh man. Yeah. Well, listen, Brian, I, um, when I post this episode, I'm going to put all of your uh, contact information on social media so people can see what you're doing. I want people to be yeah. able to enjoy the the, the, the beautiful artwork uh, that you do. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, yeah. oh. Really, I've I've really been impressed with uh, your social media presence ever since oh. ever since the first time I saw you on social media. So keep up the good work. Yeah. Keep painting. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, it, it makes me feel good to see that a fellow artist is actually able to live off their work mm. and en- enjoying yeah. it, man. And you deserve all the best well thank you thank you very much so uh yeah but we'll do this another time you've got to, oh, i don't sure. have a day like i don't have a, my my the alliteration that tiffany does i, I need something <laughs> nobody does the my friend <laughs> nobody does <laughs> <laughs> it's big days with brian brian big days. i don't know awesome. you know uh, as, as you notice we had to skip over tiffy tuesday this week because she yeah. is uh she's very active in uh the halloween project for her home t- for her town yeah so yeah, she yeah. really she's an integral part of there they have like one of the high one of the best haunted houses in the country mm, yeah i saw the poster yeah and it's, she's uh, uh she's proud of it, yeah, yeah she's very active yeah. on that so that's why there was yeah, no yeah. tiffy tuesday but uh okay she'll be back well, i'll take week. i'll take it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man well hey man brian thanks nice again for doing this uh you have an open space on this podcast anytime you want to come on you're welcome yeah, got plenty to talk about. Thanks a lot, my friend. All right, man. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you and goodbye.